Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined by our lovely friend, Melissa Mullet, from up in Canada, from David's Vacation Club Rentals. How are you doing tonight, Melissa? I'm great, Doug. How are you? I'm doing good, because I have you back on, and Disney's yeah. starting to get back to normal, and hopefully we can get you down there soon. Yeah, I'd like to break out of here, please. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any clue when they're going to allow you, they're going to set you Canadians free? Uh, no, I, we're getting better. So hopefully by September, October, like I could technically go, but then there's a lot of like the quarantining and hotel costs and everything when you come back. So we're hoping October, we should all be double dosed vaccinated by then. (laughs) I'm praying for you because, uh, I know you're dying to get down there and I called you up because we planned on this show. I was Mm -hmm. hoping to see you in Florida for the week that we went down because I was trying to straddle to be with my buddy John and then you and our friends Judith and Tommy and and uh, we had a bunch of us down there I was trying to straddle and I called you up and you said well I'm not go I'm not there I didn't go anyway so yeah. <laughs> uh, but I felt bad for you where were you supposed to stay on this trip where was I supposed to stay I think we were supposed to stay at the Grand Floridian okay yeah, th- yeah, I think we we're supposed to be there for Mother's Day with my parents, so they're a treat, but yeah, ugh, we've had so many holidays canceled, and we just kept pushing them and pushing them, and it was funny, because in 2020, when our trip in May got canceled, well, like, we were like, okay, well, we'll just push it to October. Well, that came and went, and then we're like, for sure, May 2021, this is going to be great. Yes, and then it went again. You poor and thing. And then went again. That's and, all right. And the reason we came home was because my wife wanted to be home for Mother's Day, so we went a few days earlier. We were there the week before. Yeah. And we actually went. We didn't stay at the Grand Floridian, but we went over there because I wanted to see the. Uh, we did breakfast at the Wave, and then we took the monorail around to the Grand Floridian because I wanted to do the walkway over to the Magic Kingdom to see it because it's it's yeah. beautiful. It's beautiful now. It's open, but I told the story on the show. We were walking over to take the walkway, and don't you know one of the beautiful boats pull up, and nobody's on the boat, and the captain and 
invites me and Brenda on and we take our own private cruise across to the front of Magic Kingdom. So how do you turn that down? You can't. No. So I watch the walkway and watch people walk on it. So I technically got to see it without walking on it. But I'm so happy they finally opened that up. So next trip down, if you're staying there, you'll get to walk over to the Magic Kingdom. And I think that's been one thing that I don't understand how that wasn't done years ago. Yeah, it's kind of a bizarre thing, is it not? That it just would make it would have made so much more sense to have that completed many years ago. Yeah, it just. I, and again, I've, I've I know I harp many times on this show, but I know it's you're staying at the Grand Floridian. It's hard to really feel bad for you, but I feel bad for you because <laughs> I booked the trips and people pay a lot of money to stay at that resort. It always boggled my mind because we would if we stayed at the Contemporary, or we ate at the Contemporary and rode the monorail around. You get to the monorail, and everybody at the Grand Floridian has to stand. Now, how is that fair at the most expensive resort on property? You can't get a seat on the monorail. Yeah. I've never thought about it that way because we always stay in the DVC side of things. But it's also the shortest trip to the Magic Kingdom on the monorail, so maybe that's a luxury in itself. (laughs) Yeah, but you get my point. It's like you should be able to take a seat for, you know, four or five bills a night. I I mean, Mm -hmm. we're sitting down the one time I said, because we just went to lunch, I said, or breakfast, I said, Brent, I think I'm going to stand. I think these people should be able to sit. I shouldn't be taking their seat. (laughs) She was, keep your butt down here. Totally. (laughs) But... (laughs) So how is everything going at David's? You guys picking up over there? Is things starting to move like normal now? Yeah, like busier than normal, which is wild to us because, you know, last year was bumpy and we thought, okay, like hopefully we'll come back in this. And we're very strong company and we're very strong together, like our our staff. So um, then January 2021 hit and it's been so busy, which is fantastic because that just shows the trust um, and the way that we are very transparent, that people trust coming to us. So I'm really happy about that. And I'm so happy that we're able to talk to people about Disney, even though we can't go. Mm-hmm. We're just very excited to be able to secure all these families into DVC villas. Well, you guys forgot more than most people know about the park. So I think you will be okay. I mean, I, but it's just the point of I know how much you love it. And the thing I do love about your company is... It's like a, it is a big family. I mean, I feel like it's, I love supporting family owned run. And when you get the call, you guys don't take anybody for granted over there. You treat everybody like they're special. And I've never, because I've called many a times, I've talked to many of your staff members and I've never had a miserable person answer the phone at your, so you guys are doing a wonderful, wonderful. job. So, <laughs> and I would tell you, you know that Melissa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would hope you would tell me. And quite honestly, you know, it's funny because we have really great customer experience, but it's because people love Disney. Like all the staff love going, they love talking about it and they love the excitement around it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what's, what's to be mad about when you're, you know, helping people plan a a trip, right? You would know. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. The the only people I get mad at is uh, the problems I'm having over the past few years is I, I just wish Disney with their regular stuff, not on the DVC side with what you guys yeah. do, but on my side. And I know you deal with a lot of this now because you guys also, you get tickets and stuff like that on your site. And, you know, there's a lot of different things. You guys do a little bit of it all, but they need to streamline a little. They're, they're really mm-hmm. expanding so much. We're literally, you, and I've said it, and I know my listeners get aggravated with me complaining about it i'm sure they do because i would be like we know doug shut up but but it's just there are so many things that 
it used to be you just booked Magic your way, and it was Magic your way, and it was done. Now yeah. there's so much a la carte. You constantly feel like you're trying to reach in somebody's pocket. That's the only thing I don't like. Yeah, I felt like the tickets got a little bit confusing. Um, we don't like we don't actively sell them. We do have a link on our website, and yes. we can talk you guys through it. Um, but we're not professionals in that yet. But mm-hmm. uh, I found like the tickets kind of got a little bit convoluted as mm-hmm. well before COVID. So when there was like after four o'clock and yes, you know all of these different things. And then you know the the different parties and stuff. Now they're doing the Halloween party. You're like when you're going back down, be prepared. You, I'll, I'll quiz you. When does the Halloween party start this year, Melissa? Oh, don't quiz me on that. I, I saw it. I, you know, I've been looking at it. It is, is it not in sometime crazy like July? No, it's not that far back, but don't be no. there soon. It's August 10th. It's August. Yes. August 10th. Now who, and who wants to be, aren't you still thinking about hot dogs? hamburgers summer fun who's thinking about a pumpkin at an octa in august i'm not i know they've always started it so early so like two years ago it was it started late august did it not it was like august 17th they or august 14th they keep moving up little by little it used to start the first week of september which i'm okay with that once football kicks off i get the spring in the air even though it's still hot it's just your mindset as soon as september comes your mindset switches to fall yeah august i'm still into and i've said it i don't know why they just don't do a fourth of july jamboree party throughout the summer something like that and lead it into labor day and have all yeah. kind of festivities and you got Liberty Square. How about teach kids about history and use that whole area for something like that instead of going into Halloween already? Couldn't don't you think they could use Hall of Presidents and, and the Liberty Tree Tavern and all those different things that and the old Christmas shop and that whole area to do some kind of party for the centennial yeah. for Fourth of July and Memorial I mean Labor Day? Yeah, that sounds really cool. That's a great idea. And, um and you but can this, still, the and you Halloween can... stuff really just draws crowds like crazy. Yeah, and it does, and I get it. But me and Brenda, my birthday is August 2nd, so I've been down there a lot mm-hmm. at, in August. And it just puts me off to walk down Main Street oh, yeah. and see mums hanging on the third week of August, if you follow me. That, or the yeah. second week of August. It's That's where it gets me. But they could do a, an awesome uh, 4th of July fireworks through the entire month. They could have a nightly party. They could have a – what is it? uh now I'm losing my mind. Boston, they could have Paul Revere instead of the Headless Horseman go down Main Street. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Just do something else is all my point is. But, yeah, it starts August 10th, and it goes all the way to uh, to a good old uh, it goes Halloween. It goes to the 31st of October. Yep, yep good yeah. old Halloween. And the tickets now, if you're not staying on property, I think they're $169 down, Melissa. Yeah. I saw that today. So I was reading about it today. Um, it was released a couple of days ago, but I sat down and actually started reading through it and I've got terrible memory work, but I did see the pricing and it was noted that it's almost a 50% increase and you can't get in until 7 PM. Whereas before, uh, you could get in at four, uh, four o'clock. So it's just, it's just a different, it's just different, right? It's just, it's a lot of money. So, but maybe the crowd levels have to remain low. Yeah, well, I was just there, and those crowd levels weren't low, trust me. Yeah, you know, I've it, seen some pictures, and I thought, oh, no, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, when we were in a, 
uh, Galaxy's Edge. I've never seen Hollywood Studios. We were there, and we were stupid. We went May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. How dumb. I didn't even... Was it co- cool, though? It was... All, it's beautiful. It, they did a fantastic yeah. job. I, I watched all the Star Wars movies. I, I've told you I've argued with John that I like the newer ones better than the older ones. We have this thing going, and I've been joking with him because I keep telling him I'm the number one Star Wars fan. I'm nowhere near as big of a Star Wars geek as he is, but... It was so crowded, I couldn't enjoy it the way I wanted to, but they did do a fantastic job on it. And we literally came home, and like a couple days later is when the mask mandate dropped. Oh, bummer. Yeah. I mean, we could sit down and eat, Melissa, with 200 people, but we couldn't walk outside without a mask. You figured that one out. Yeah. I I can't. I'm just going with the flow at this point in time. It it is. And what's your thoughts on... uh, but the problem I have with even – I don't think any of the people – anybody that buys that ticket, I don't think they should be allowed in the park until 9 o'clock when it starts. Yeah, I, I think – well, so like as a regular ticket holder, I know that it was always very agitating to start watching like a special event ticket holders rolling in, right? Because then it would increase the lineups. Yeah. Uh, you know, you'd have to leave the park earlier. And, you know, on the other hand, for those special event ticket holders, like – you also got in at a really good time. But again, like the lineups were huge because you were doubling over crowds. So I think it's nice that they've given a little bit more separation to it. I think it's hard to expect people to go in at 9 p.m., especially like small children. Um, so they wouldn't really have a lot of time to explore the parks, the park, I should say. Yeah, I mean, they need to adjust it somehow because my problem is, especially when they start fireworks back, what will happen is those extra crowds come in and walk right in the way that you paid for a whole day ticket and then they get in your way. They're not allowed to go on any rides till 9, so what they do is they usually, they'll go and eat dinner, they'll go shopping, and I'm I'm saying they, they have the right to because this is what Disney's allowing them. I'm I'm just mad at Disney because now all my stores and all my restaurants are double booked. And I can't get to what I want to get to. Because usually anytime I'm there with a party night, me and my wife usually have to leave and go somewhere else because now it's double crowd. Because they're not, they're they're letting all those people in. They ain't counting who's leaving. Yeah, that's true. And most times, like in my experience, um, like I'm an annual pass holder. So I would go in at five or six and I would ride the rides. Right? Like if I had a special event ticket, it would still allow me to do all of that as well. Yeah, because you had both. Yeah. And, and they are beautiful, and I love it. I love Halloween. I love, But if, if they extended it from 9 to 2, people would stay. It ain't like they're going to yeah. go home. It just, this is true. It's just a way for them to overlap and double book and make money. It has nothing to do with me and you, and that's the problems I'm, I've had lately with a lot of the things. that It used to be where they were 100% for the customer. And it's that's the little things like that that annoy me. I I just want to enjoy my main street on the way out and do my shopping at the end because most people wait till when they leave to do their shopping on the way out. You don't want to carry the bags all night. Yeah. Well, I remember at one point, and maybe my memory's foggy, but I remember not last year, but the year before, the dates. There were so many dates mm-hmm. for the not so scary that if you were going on a regular trip you would basically have to attend one of those just so you got a full day. Oh, you're so right. It it doesn't seem as horrible. Like, what do I have here? 1, 2, 3, 4, yeah. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Like, 22, 23, 26, 27 roughly dates. And the worst part is if you're going Halloween week, you have to because it's almost every night. 
Yeah, and, exactly. And the closer you get to Halloween, there's more nights per week that are covered. Yeah. So if you're on a seven-day trip, you might have three or four nights that, that there's a party going on. And, and that's not fair to a weekly ticket holder. Yeah, for sure. I remember going for Christmas, not like actual Christmas Day, but the Christmas mm -hmm. season. And my mom and I were like, let's go to Magic Kingdom tonight. And there was a party. I'm like, oh, well, when's the next time we could go? And there was like three nights in a row that there was a party. Yes. And, and, and you already paid for your tickets. And a lot of times, like I have people get, they'll go, well, you should have looked. Well, sometimes I book my trip like uh, eight months in advance. People yeah. book a year in advance. These oh, yeah. party dates aren't released yet. So if you already, it's not, it's not hard to say that somebody two months ago booked a trip for October. I almost yeah. booked my godson for October because that's when him and his his girlfriend want to go down. And awesome. he would have just found out that he all these nights are booked. Yeah, that's true. And they're a young I couple. I don't know if they're going to be able to afford the party on top of their tickets and stuff. So, yeah, if he's well, good. It's, it'd be interesting to see how the party goes this year. Quite honestly, it's one of my favorites. So I don't know what it's like this year, but I've had I've had people ask, like, is it worth going? And for me, I think, like, hands down, you have to go at least once. Yeah, and it's worth it if you do uh, – the way I would do it – I've done it is you just do that that day. Start your yeah. – like, I've started trips where we've done that to start the trip off. That got there, and then the next That's night fine. is that. So you relax for the whole day and then do that to kick it off, yeah. and then your ticket kicks in the rest of the week. Yeah, for sure. That's really fun. Yeah, we usually do, like, a pool day to begin with. Mm -hmm. Something just very low-key. Um, or we'll go to like Animal Kingdom uh, theme park in the morning, go mm -hmm. to the pool in the afternoon, and then head out. Uh, but I do recommend going at least once. Like just seeing all the costumes and all the fun and the different characters, and it's just really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I it, they do do a great job with it. I will give them that. And yeah, we usually call the first day a food day. Nothing else but eating food. Nice. <laughs> oh, so the staff and I just share pictures nonstop of like all the food we're gonna eat when we get back there. Well, a lot of things are starting to open. I mean, that might be the best thing too that you guys are waiting a little bit. I mean, we had some really great meals. We had a fantastic meal at Paddlefish. Have you been there yet? I have not. No, and you. I made a list before I left <laughs> because we always talk about this and I haven't been since, but um, Paddlefish is on it, Tiffin's is on it, and Topolino's is on it. Okay, well, Tiffin, I mean, uh, Paddlefish, we ate with the whole crew of us this trip and nice. it was out of this world. The staff was phenomenal. I even called when I got home and called the manager there to tell him what a great job we had, what a, you know, what a great time we had and i raved about our waitress so it was oh fantastic you know don't always call to complain people call the praise yeah, true true but i think the like we're most excited about casey's corn dog nuggets to be honest with you <laughs> can't go wrong with that no you no, cannot go wrong like with we that we just want the real junk food right no absolutely and we were excited because uh well, we were sad because Columbia Harbor House was closed because they actually used that for Peter Pan's queue. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So they had over Tomorrowland Terrace, they had all Columbia Harbor House food. So oh. it was very nice. I don't understand why that's closed all the time. It's so beautiful out, out there with that outside patio there. Yeah, it's really nice. And they... It, this isn't to everyone's liking, but they have a really great tuna fish so uh, sandwich. <laughs> uh, well, the one at Columbia Harbor, yeah, the lighthouse, it's called. The Lighthouse Sandwich at yeah. Columbia. Yep. Now, we enjoy the lobster roll, and 
we have a good time there. We have we we had a really good time eating there. It was very nice. I, it just you're you're going to be better off because most of the, a lot of the restaurants were closed. So when you finally go back, all those treats and everything you're looking for are going to be there. Exactly. And well, that's why I keep saying I'm like, you know what? Let everything slowly open up and let's you know they get their footing and then when we go back it will be almost like we never left the other thing I'm kind of excited about this is the first time I haven't been to Disney once in a year in like probably about 20 years so this is the longest sit out I've had but I'm really looking forward to all the different construction that's occurred while I haven't been there uh, so usually we see it slowly form you know formulating yes um and you're like I can't wait I can't wait and you keep seeing it but now I haven't been able to see any of the progress so it'll be fresh and brand new when I get there uh the front of Epcot is a disaster area no I yeah. thought it was nice well no, the fountain is gorgeous. I think they did a great job on the new fountain area, and the entrance is gorgeous. Yeah. But they got the walls up everywhere still in the oh, front. Oh, still, eh? Yes. And then the other thing I'm not happy about is, which I'll deal with it, but, like, when you're driving in the parking lot and all, the building for the Guardians of the Galaxy is bigger than the ball, it seems like. It is the it is the biggest building I've ever seen. Oh, really? It, it, it like, sticks out like a sore thumb over there. So I'm nervous about what they're going to do with that. I really am. But it, it's big. It's a big building. It's, it's, big. it's just a monster. But it, I'm excited about the front of Epcot. And I'm also sad. No more mouse gears, Melissa. Oh, is that gone? There's one there temporary now that was moved over. It's the backside over by Test Track. It's facing out towards Test Track. Yeah. But, it, but once the remodel is done, there's going to be no more all no more uh, mouse gear. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. I love that place. Yep. It's go- I, I can't even remember the name of it right now, but it's like the impression place. or so, it's some. I don't even like the name. That's why I think it's blocked out of my head. But, yeah, they're changing the whole name of uh, – of, uh, mouse gears and it's very very sad is it still gonna have uh merchandise in it yeah it's still gonna be a store and all but i i want my mouse gears <laughs> you're a tradition holder doug <laughs> yes and another thing is is everybody knows this too the barges are the ugliest thing you're ever going to see in your life it looks like star wars invaded world showcase lagoon oh yeah i haven't even seen that yet well when you're on your YouTube travels, just try to mm-hmm. check out some of the videos. You haven't even have you seen the barges at all? I have seen the barges. Yeah, I've been like YouTubing like crazy person because I miss it so much, and we just want to stay on top of some of the stuff that's going on. But yes, I have seen them, but I wasn't sure if it was just the way they looked on camera or if that's how they look in real life. In my opinion, real life a thousand times worse. Oh no! It, it my happy place in all of Walt Disney World is. World Showcase Lagoon. I, there's nothing makes me happier than sitting down with my beautiful wife on one of the benches and enjoying the view. And especially at nighttime, how nice is it, Melissa, to sit there in Japan and look across at Mexico? Yeah, totally. It really is. Or when you're walking into World Showcase at night, and like when daylight savings time hasn't started yet, and you get there yeah. around 4.30, 5 o'clock, and it's getting dark out, and you're at the Twins. I call the two stores at the entrance of World Showcase the Twins. Know the identical yeah. stores left and right? Yeah. You stand in the middle there, and you look at our beautiful America straight across the lagoon. You can no longer do that. There's a the monster. That big? The monster barge all, totally blocks oh. the, the American Adventure. So interesting, isn't it? All yeah. the changes that they make. 
Yeah, it's sad that I think it's more of, they, in my opinion, they don't want to pay cast members to move the barges to, from and to and from like they used to do with Illuminations. Yeah. So they're all mounted there, and they have these. They already did the videos of the uh, sprinklers going off oh, and yeah. okay. the water pageant. I know. It looks like I'm in construction. It looks like I put a faulty shower head up, and it's spraying like eight different directions. <laughs> oh no! Maybe it'll turn out better than anticipated. Well, all I'm saying is, did you love Illuminations? I did. Okay, my favorite nighttime show ever. My favorite music ever. That and remember Tapestry of Nations. Yes. The parade, the music for that. I mean. Yes. The best ever. Like so. Between getting rid of my illuminations and destroying my World Showcase Lagoon, this better be the best show that has ever been made in the <laughs> history right? of in Walt Disney World. I mean, it better be better than, say, Soarin', Test Track, Illuminations, and, and uh, what you call it, uh, Flight of Passage all combined. It better That's be better than that. Uh, I mean, it needs to be. And the music, tell me the music of Illuminations wasn't the best. Yeah, it was great. I don't know. I find a, a lot of what Disney does musically is still very beautiful. It took us a while to adjust to the Magic Kingdom, you know, changing over their fireworks and their music, but mm-hmm. I do really enjoy it. Wishes and all. I, I like the trans. I like the new show at uh, Magic Kingdom because yeah. I always love Wishes, but the upgrade. I love the mapping on the castle. I do yeah, love all that. Yeah, so it's great. It's, but there was a lot of pushback on it for for quite a while. There, there was and. I was wrong, and I like the newer version more than Wishes myself, and I will probably be – I'll be chastised for that because, God forbid, you pick on Wishes or Dole Whips, you're in trouble. If you say you like a Citrus Swirl, you start a whole war. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, Citrus Swirl in our country and Dole Whip is kind of like uh, the Democrats and the Republicans. You're not allowed to – why can't we just like both and love everybody? I mean, that's the way I feel. Oh, that's funny. I like that. Sometimes, I like that analogy. Yeah, sometimes I'm in the mood for a Dole Whip. Sometimes the Dole Whip is the right one to go to. And other times, earlier in the day, I might like a citrus roll. In the morning, I like my orange juice. Why not have yeah. a citrus roll? I mean, you, you can, they can both be liked. But the one that I didn't like is, and, and my friend Judith, will, she gets on me for this, the music from Rivers of Lights never caught on for me. No way. You? Did it for you? I liked, yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought, you know, I, it isn't, it wasn't as Disney-esque as some of the other shows, but I thought it had a really lovely message to it, and I really did like the beginning of, a uh, beginning of the show, when the barges came out, when mm. the, like, the flowers opened and everything started to light up. I thought it was really beautiful. When it had the original with the cast members on it, I, I was okay with it. Once the cast members left, it kind of lost it for me. Yeah, that's true too. But I, I do I love the tree, I do love the Tree of Life Awakens though. That is awesome. Yeah, that is so cool. So, so anyway, how is what are bookings going like over at David's? How do they work? Do you want to give everybody a little tutorial on how to call you up and book? Because I got a client call me tomorrow, and I've booked multiple trips to Disney uh, to to different resorts at, at Disney World. The last time they stayed in suites at the Contemporary. Yeah. But they have a little bigger crew coming this time. So I mentioned something to her about she's never used you guys. Okay. So I brought it up to her last night. I said, well, 
depending on the size, give me all the names and stuff, and we'll crunch the numbers because you might be better off going to our friends over at David's. Yeah. So I'm trying to – it's just I want you to explain why you should not be scared to use David's. You get the same exact room that you would get through Disney. Yeah, absolutely. So at a better price, ninety nine percent of the time. Yes. Yeah, at a better price. So especially for studios. So if you're looking to stay in a studio, um, we usually come in like thirty to fifty percent cheaper than going direct through Disney. The difference being is that the member owns the points to be able to stay there. So we are a, a middleman and intermediary. So we rent the points from the member to secure your stay. So really like what guests need to know, the first thing is really just to get onto our website. Um, so if you go to our website, dvcrentals.com, you can look around at all of the resorts. You can take resort tours. We've got 360 degree videos or images of each room. So you can kind of get a really good feeling of what there is out there and what would be suitable for your family. Second thing is we offer a price calculator. So the cost calculator will allow you to like map out your dates. It shows you the total price, all taxes in, there's no surprise fees. Um, so you can certainly, you do that. And then we have a reservation request form. So once you're confident in what you wanna book, you fill out that form, you put your options of what you want to secure, and then we do all the work. So we, um, our staff will check availability, uh, we'll make sure that we can line up a member, we send them the details, we get the booking secured for you, and then you're, you're given that uh, lovely confirmation number in which you can tie to your My Disney Experience account. And where everything works the same, you go through My Disney Experience, you have your annual pass or your tickets, you book your trip, and it's yeah. just like you went right through Disney. And another thing that I've, I've actually sent people your way, and I know a few people that have done this, the points are different on different times of the year, different dates of the year. Mm -hmm. So look into it. Like if you go on a trip, say, Monday or Sunday through Thursday, you could save a little points if you don't go Friday and Saturday. Correct, Melissa? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we offer – there's like a little link at the very bottom of the cost calculator, and it's the point charts. So you can also see – what times of the year is lower in points requirement, thus being cheaper for you, as well as what days of the week are cheaper to go versus what are more expensive, like the weekends. Yeah, because it works the same way for DVC owners. They have the yeah. same thing with the points. And I've steered a couple. I've, I've, I've actually done it myself, but I've steered people. I said, listen, if you want to stay at maybe all-star or pop century for friday and saturday and then stay yeah. the rest of the week with davidson you could really save some money that way instead of paying the exorbitant rates for a friday and saturday through disney or something or switch over like that and you get to try a couple different resorts yeah absolutely and it's always fun to try different resorts i think they all have something unique different theming um different essence to them so i i'm a big believer in trying something new you guys are wonderful and you guys also offer travel insurance now correct we don't offer we offer links to it okay so we definitely um, offer a link to an affiliate of ours because they're the professionals um, we looked at perhaps offering that we're just not confident in it being the best route for the guest at this time okay um, so we are leaving that up to the professionals Okay, but they can if they want to insure their trips through you. They You have parties that will do that for them. Yeah, absolutely. And we always recommend, like, shop around, uh, find out what you need specifically. 
Let us know what documentation you require as well. We have no problem sending whatever it is that you require. Um, we fully support getting travel insurance, especially after last year. Absolutely. One of the biggest things, and I've told everybody this, and I don't know if I mentioned to you before, I sell Disney travel. I've sold, I sell everywhere, but if you book a cruise, I tell, there's no way, shape, or form you should ever book a cruise without travel insurance. Do you know yeah. why? Well, anything can happen, really. The biggest thing is, is nine, and most times your insurance company, if God forbid something happens well, to that, you, yeah. they will not pay for the helicopter to take you off the boat. Hmm, interesting. Yes, and something crazy like that could really hurt you for a long time if that's not covered. Do you know the amount of, know what that would cost for God forbid something like that to happen? I can't even imagine. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just for something, you're spending all this money for a cruise for an extra 70 to to $100 a person at this point. I highly recommend it to cover you. Plus, it covers everything yeah. else. It, it, you need to look into trip insurance sometimes. because It covers things that you would never imagine that it would cover. So, it, it's, it's a good thing to have. And, and you yeah. got to look at it like you said. Yeah. Depending on your vacation, look into it. Because on certain things, it's, it, it, you have to do it, in my opinion. So, did I lose you, Melissa? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, my family has booked trips before that were really affordable, and we've said, okay, like, we'll weigh the risk, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if something happens, are we okay losing this kind of money, mm -hmm. you know, versus, you know, this uh, travel insurance? So, there's definitely that, but there are some times where, you know, you don't want you don't want to risk that, and anything could happen, and read the fine print, right? I think that's the other thing we've learned this year is really to look at what you're purchasing, Oh, 100%. I mean, you have to. And especially yeah. now, like you said, with everything going on, uh, you, you need to do it. And and a lot of things, like I tell everybody all the time, uh, to, to read it because you wouldn't believe so. Like I started, when I started, before I started selling travel, I never believed it. And I really don't push it with, with Disney trips a lot of times because Disney is so workable up until the last couple of days that you don't have to worry about it when you're booking a Disney hotel. They are very... Yeah. They are very good about that. I mean, the day of, they'll get, they might give you a little grief, but for the most part, if you're a few days ahead of time, they will work with you. Yeah. But when I started to get into this, reading a lot of the fine print like you were talking about, I couldn't believe some of the things that it took care of. So look into that. So it can't yeah, hurt. It, sure. it can't hurt. So when you do go back, what have you stayed at Riviera? Have you seen Riviera yet? Have you seen I... any of the new DVCs? Have not. So I was able, sorry, I have not stayed at the Riviera. I was able to take a tour right before they opened. So I had attended the DVC member meeting in 2019. It was the last time I was physically on Disney property. Oh, <laughs> um, so we got a tour through the Riviera and it was absolutely gorgeous. We were able to send one of our social media reps, I think in January or February for a stay or whenever okay. it opened. So we, we were able to capture some photos, but it looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I, I didn't think I should have uh, reached out to you too. I could have, I could have looked if you needed something when I was down there. I'd have been happy to do it on our end That's for you guys. Me. I didn't even think about it. I should have. I didn't know you weren't there. Or I would have reached out to you. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know. We have some contacts which have been really, uh, really kind in giving us some 
some footage and some content. So we are, you know, we're just counting down the days till we can get back there, but it's all still fresh in our memory and our stuff is still up to date on our website. So you're not going to find dated content just because we can't get there. Um, did you see the new renovation of Saratoga Springs, the interior? They look gorgeous. The they look absolutely oh, yeah. gorgeous. I love Saratoga Springs myself. Me too. I I actually like Animal Kingdom is my second favorite resort because I've told you before, and I don't know what's going on. For some reason, Riverside still isn't open. I was on the Disney travel site all day today because I was doing the test like I told you. Yeah. I was looking in the rates for different times of the year for for myself. And uh, Riverside and French Quarter are still – there's nothing mentioned about them opening. Still closed, eh? I don't know what's going on with them. But – Besides Riverside, Animal Kingdom is my favorite. But then after that, my buddy John just stayed at the newly renovated Old Key West, which I absolutely love. Yeah. And, and Saratoga. I love that whole area. I, I like the being away and the tranquility of those resorts myself. I absolutely agree. I love Saratoga. I think Saratoga was one of my very first experiences with the Disney Vacation Club. And it's just always been so near and dear to me. I love how far uh, downtown Disney has come, or Disney Springs. Sorry, I'm showing my (laughs) age there. Say Pleasure Island in the next sentence, and we'll know exactly when you were down there. (laughs) So Disney Springs, like, if you can get a room in Congress Park, you have the best view ever, uh, and it is quiet and peaceful. So when you've had a busy day at the park, it's so nice to come back somewhere that isn't loud music and, you know, all of that. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's be- that whole area. My buddy John just found, he stayed at Old Key West for the week. Yeah. And have you ever, he actually found, because I taught him, believe it or not, he's a Florida resident. And by him listening to my show back in 2012, one of my hidden secrets was, one of my favorite things to do is, I because staying at the boardwalk area, I've stayed at yep. both of them, the boardwalk over in that area, and then the Swan and Dolphin. One of my favorite things to do is, I used to love to walk from the boardwalk area over to Hollywood Studios. Oh, yes. Well, he didn't know back then there was a walking trail there. Oh, really? Yeah, and he was a Florida resident, so it made me feel good that I geeked out something he didn't know. <laughs> so that became one of his favorite things to do. And now, believe it or not, I he didn't know it, but here's a walking trail all the way over to Disney Springs from Old Key West. Did you know yeah, that? I did. It's right at the back of the resort. Yes, and you go by the golf course and all on the way yeah. around. And he walked over to one night, and now it's one of his favorite things to do. That's awesome. Yeah, sometimes those, like, little quiet moments are the best ones, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. There's nothing like dusk again. Walking mm-hmm. down the river from Swan and Dolphin and Yacht and Beach Club area, walking along that river, seeing the friendship boats go by, and seeing the resort, the Swan, Dolphin, Yacht, and Beach Club in the distance, all the lights lit up. All and the then, lights. And walking the other way and seeing the Tower of Terror and all there with the friendship boat floating down the, the, the riverway there, the waterway. Yeah. It's just the simple things. That is beautiful to me. It ain't about the rides or anything else. It's just the beauty of being on property most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So when you decide to go back down, are you going to go back to the Grand Floridian? What do you what do you think you're going to try? Or are you going to try to get well, to the area? Let me tell you, we do have hopefully a trip that will go through in March. Okay. So I've I've booked in March uh, for my son's spring break, 
And we are going to first go to Legoland for the very first time. I've never been there. Okay, you got it. You have to come on after that and give me a trip report on Legoland. You know what? I will because it looks. It look. My son is six, so it looks really geared to four to ten year olds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited for that. And then we're gonna stay at Animal Kingdom because he has never seen that either. Okay. Um, yeah, Animal Kingdom for two days, and then we're gonna join. Uh, my parents over at Bay Lake Towers for the remainder of the trip. Oh, that's going to be a nice trip. And we just talked about doing a split stay. And how much, how yeah. nice is that going to be? Oh, yeah. I love a split stay. Um, it, it's going to be great because you can plan your day at the park, right? So you don't have to worry about, you know, what am I going to do for the hours that I can't check in? Mm-hmm. You check out of one, you go to the park for a day, and then you check into the other. So it's really seamless. Um, and Bell Services has typically continued to take your luggage over for you. So if you haven't rented a car and you're worried about lugging your luggage around, you don't have to. You just call Bell Services, let them know that you have another stay and that you'd like your luggage delivered to the other resort. And how sad are you guys about uh, No Magical Express? Do you always rent a car or did you ever use Magical Express? Well, I love Magical Express. I feel like it really just kicked off the trip. Yes. You know, it was magical yeah (laughs) i I didn't mind the line getting like waiting to get onto it we've always had pretty good luck of it with it um but i love the video and how it talks about what you'll be seeing and i don't know i just it felt like a really great start to the trip yeah and now mirrors is taking it over now you're gonna have now they're having problems they're still not ready to book yet they were supposed to be ready to book and they pushed it back now about six weeks yeah yeah I just, I, I don't have any thoughts. Like, what's your thoughts on why they would stop it? I mean, the train's nowhere near close. I mean, there's rumors of a train station being built at Disney Springs. You have heard that, I know. Yes, I have heard that. So I thought I was, I thought that was the reason. Um, the only other reason I could really think is maybe a renewal of a contract didn't go as well as the parties wanted it to. Uh, I, I don't know why they would stop because Mears had always provided, correct me if I'm wrong, Yes. I, I was under the understanding it was always mirrors. 100%. Yeah. So, so it looked like they dipped out and then came back. Yeah. And they, well, they, it was always, mirrors was always Magical Express, but for some yeah. reason, Disney doesn't want to handle the, the, the go between anymore. They don't want to link everything. You're going to now, I mean, there's going to be something on our, on the travel website, but it's going to be an extra that the agent's going to have to do, and it's no longer going to be linked the way it looks through yeah. Disney, Disney itself. And again, more moving parts. Like yeah, the less, I, less is better. Don't you think? Oh, absolutely. I'm so, I am curious as to why they didn't want to continue to pursue it when they've put all that technology in place to have it linked or to have your magic band at least linked. Do you, I, I don't know. Do you know how off-putting it is? Because I booked a few trips for Disneyland. And whenever I book trips for Disneyland, Disneyland has that shuttle too from the airport. Yes. But it's a third-party shuttle. And when I tell people that, there's 50 questions. They don't trust it. They're worried. I get phone calls about it. Is there going to be any problems? Like – when you when you book Magical Express, when, one of the key things that were booking my that would help book the trips, like the first people would say, "Is it true that we get to the airport and the trip begins and we don't have to worry about none? We just give our bags to a bus, the bus on the bus and our trip starts." Yeah. 
And, and and that used to be one of the sales pitches because we always paid for it. They it was never free. It was always part of your hotel room. You, Absolutely. You, it, we we understand like they hit it, and and that was the beauty of it. Like you don't want to know. It's the same thing with the parking fees. We knew you were always charging us for it. Don't blatantly just raise the price of the ticket, the the room twenty five dollars, and don't tell me you're charging me to park. Am I wrong? <laughs> Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the whole thing. Just don't throw it in my face. Now I got to get mad. That's all. Yeah. And, I, how is it going to operate when Mirrors comes back and it's separate from Disney? So I guess you won't be able to get your baggage delivered any and, longer. And even if you do, you're going to, the way it looks now is you're going to have to, after I book the trip, I'm going to have to call Mirrors or the, if you book your trip yourself, you're going to have to contact Mirrors and link your reservation number with your trip to get the, the, the bus from the airport. Yeah. But it's just an extra thing that it was already put in. Like, why did yeah. you just have to? Again, it's another thing that just, and that was one of the thing that I don't understand the big wigs to be. That was one of the selling points for Disney. Yeah, there was a lot of selling points for Disney that are kind of getting a little bit scaled back. But it, again, not to bright side it, but if you've never been, you don't know. Exactly. We're just, we're, well, you're not old. You're still young. I mean, you, you know, mid twenties, I'm the old man here <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But, totally mid twenties. <laughs> yes. But it's like, we, we know, so we cry is, yeah. is what it is. And, and I'm an advocate for the reason I do this show. I'm an advocate for my listeners. And, and if you don't say nothing, you're never going to get anything back. Like we got to, you know, you got to say, you speak up a little bit. Am I wrong? Oh Yeah. I definitely believe in advocating for what you think, like what your clientele is asking for. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's just, there's so many changes that happen so quickly with Disney anymore. One, it's hard to stay on top of it. Two, I don't know. Is our voice heard? You have to keep trying. No, it's um, not going to be heard as long as all the parks are sold out. And we want the parks uh, to be sold out because it's part of what we do. Yeah, so and you it, know what? Again, if you've never been, it's, oh, it's still an amazing experience. Melissa, I can't wait. I'm already. I just got back, and I can't wait to go again. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. I'm addicted. You know, I <laughs> oh, can't wait. It's so, gonna be so great. And that's the thing. We complain, but do you think that stops us from going? Mm -mm. Give me a break. We're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> we really are i think we've really boiled this down and figured yeah. out the problem so, <laughs> yeah. so and i know for a fact if 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 your quarantine drops i could see i know you'll be down there before next march oh one could only hope right yeah i'm I, just watching the news every day and i mean we're in ontario so we're just a, a bit of a different case anyways because of toronto and that re, uh, that region but uh yeah. You know, we're a little bit slow to pull the trigger on purchasing vaccines, and now we yeah. have to pay the price for it, so. Yeah, that's the whole sad part. Yeah. I mean, the flight and all wasn't bad. Everything else was good. I mean, I didn't yeah. feel, once I was vaccinated, we didn't even feel, we weren't really even worried, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. And it was nice down there. You're going to love it. I mean, the mask kind of wore us down, but it was nice to get back to getting our Joffrey's coffee in the morning or getting Brenda oh, Starbucks, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then Roman, I know what you're saying. getting over to the nomad lounge to get our sliders and getting our ice cream. And it was just nice to be back at the old girls resort again, you know, back seeing the old girl, at the castle with the magic. Camp. And it oh. looks beautiful. They did a fan. I do love the new painting of the castle. I think, I yeah, think you're going to like it. 
it looks amazing and the 50th is coming up and that's gonna be what a hoot that'll be so we're just gonna keep watching and see what happens and as soon as we can sneak out of here we will be busting out you better believe it (laughs) i can't wait for you to get down there i mean uh, the 50th is going to be crazy. I'm happy the college students are coming back because that's the yeah, other I thing. That. That's the other thing you wouldn't have missed. It was weird having, you know, in certain, like we were in Japan getting a Kieran and the guys go, that'll be $2. Like not having the people from the country working in that country. Oh, yeah. That was kind yep. of a little weird. We love visiting the Canadian Pavilion because we're dorks like that. But we would check out everyone's badge. And most people would be from Ontario that were working there. And we'd be like, oh, we're from Hamilton. We're just outside of that. Like, just connecting from, you know, far away, but... Not so, not so far, right? It's it's a very small world still. Yeah, and I always kid my wife because we we love uh, Tutu Gusto. That's the other place you get it. The wine the wine cellar Tutu Gusto. Oh, I love it there. We love the shrimp scampi, and I always we my wife, you know the the young uh, Italian waiters. Hey, how can yes. I get you another bottle? I joke with my wife. You didn't get the, your your nice cute Italian flirt with you this trip. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Yeah. Flirt away. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That, what's part of the trip hearing that? Yeah. I laugh. I laugh. Mademoiselle, can I get you another bottle of wine? And just having all the different languages from the different countries, it kind of yeah. it sets the tone. Not having another guy with my Jersey attitude saying, <laughs> you want another beer, dude? <laughs> that's awesome. No, I, that's, that, so when you go back and everybody's back, and yeah. they are short of a lot of cast members, so I'm hoping they get them back like – with the social distancing, the lines, they didn't have the amount of cast members that they should have had. Like, you didn't see the cast members roaming around like you normally do because no, their shoes are so no. short-staffed. I but, mean, you know, they've been progressing pretty good with, you know, changing their restrictions and mm-hmm. changing their policies. So I think it's just it's going to keep getting better and better every month. Oh, it is. My buddy John, they're, they're slowly hiring more bus drivers because – He's doing oh, 60 and 70 hour work weeks because they're so short on bus drivers. Wow, eh? Um, we have a friend of the, a family friend that works the front gates at the Magic Kingdom, and she just did her first shift in forever because she's um, retired and mm-hmm. just works part time and picks up shifts here and there. Uh, but she was really excited to get back to the front gates. Well, it's nice to. It, it'll be nice to see because. I can't wait to go back to Riverside and hopefully see Yeehaw Bob again and, and the River Roost and, and doing my normal things again. Do you think they'll bring him back? I don't know. I hope so. I doubt it, though, because once they let the entertainment go, like they've been like with uh, what is off kilter. Like I, I yeah. hated to see them go. And then you got the band over at uh, multiple bands over at the uh, the united kingdom pavilion with all the old they've gotten rid of them and i think a lot of it has to do with the union seniority so i think i think they're going to bring back they'll bring back all the music but i think they're going to bring back lesser pay scale yeah like it'll just be different yes it'll be new and i'm sure they'll be really good but they won't be like seasoned veterans where their pay scale is at the top of the food chain yeah they'll they'll have an off uh what an off and what another group's name that uh like off offside ch- off, yeah something like that <laughs> offsides or new chatter maybe yeah there you go <laughs> new chatter <laughs> and and in five or six years they'll be somebody's favorite band like off kilter used to be ours that's what yeah, i think going and you know, it. sometimes it's fun it sometimes it's really good to bring in fresh different yeah, yeah. right something that has an opportunity to build their 
you know, guest relationships as well. But the live music and all the live entertainment is what makes Disney World. It's nice mm-hmm. that all Lion King, all that, everything's back running. And yeah. that's the main thing. So when you do decide to go, we need to know. If you take an emergency trip, you need to come back with a trip report. As soon as you're allowed, you're set free. I will. I promise. So tell everybody again how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, absolutely. So you can call us. Um, you can go on our live chat. So if you go to our website, uh, dvcrentals.com, you can access us through the live chat service. Um, you can call us. You can email us. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok now. So you can always see what's going on um, oh, with you're... our social media platforms. Oh, you're TikToking it now, huh? I had to go over there and check that out. This old man's on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) It became my new obsession as soon as like the pandemic hit. It was like what brought me joy. So we thought, you know what? Let's try it. Let's just branch out, be crazy and and appear on there. Me and my wife with the animal videos. Oh, we could be on there for animal uh, for hours, hours just watching the dogs and the oh, oh, nonstop. It's it's sad. It really is. Yeah. No, I hear you. David's is phenomenal. And the other thing, Melissa, I, I'll put you on the spot, but I'll see if you want to do this so I can get you on again sooner. And sure. I've and listeners, please don't yell at me. There's been a pandemic. There's a lot of things going on, schedules and all, but I want to do this. So I want to get you on, and I want to get my friend Judith on, and I'm going to try to get Jen on and maybe Rob, a couple Robbie or whatever. I do a thing that, and I'll check to see if you're available. I do a thing where I read two restaurants. I read the appetizer from each restaurant. I don't tell you the restaurant name. Oh, okay. I read the appetizer from each restaurant. You tell me which one you think you would like better. And then I read the entrees. And then you tell me which one you think you would like better. And then I read the desserts. And then we grade to see who wins two to one. Or somebody might sweep it, if you follow me. And then I reveal which restaurants each one was. And sometimes you'd be shocked by you might like the menu on the one that you didn't think you would like out of the toe. That could happen. I, that sounds like a great, fun idea. So I think it would be a good time. I usually do like three restaurants in a show, and we have fun with it. I used to do it with my buddy John and uh, Bob that used to be on. We had a lot, really good time, and they were surprised a lot of times. Like I did, like maybe, for example, maybe we do flying fish and paddlefish, which would have a lot of the same stuff. And yeah. tell me which menu is more enticing to you. And mm-hmm. you might be surprised. And then sometimes I did things where they couldn't believe that this restaurant that they never wanted to go to had all these things on the menu. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm totally in for that. Okay, so I will text you and let you know. But I want to try to do it maybe over the next couple of weeks if you're up for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely up for it. So thank you so much for coming on again. Again, head over to David's Vacation Club Reynolds and visit our wonderful friend, M- Melissa, and her, her wonderful dad and her parents, David. And your dad and me met up back way back in 2012, and we've been with you guys ever since. So it's been a great yeah. friendship. Thanks so much, Doug. It's always wonderful coming on here, and I'm always so excited when you get a hold of me and like invite, invite me to, uh, to participate. So thank you. And do me a favor. Anytime you have something you want to talk about, let me know and I'll get you on anytime, Melissa. Okay, that sounds great. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. 
If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.